Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. The force is strong. And Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gaming Hub. This is episode number 183. I'm your host Tyler saying thank you so much for joining us. And I'm joined as always by our two co-hosts, uh, Graham and Steven. Steven, let's start with you this week. Tell me about something fun that happened for you. I got sick. Yeah? Oh wait, you said fun. Yes, fun. Uh, that's a tough one because, you know, I was sick. <laughs> um, so naturally being sick sucks. Mm-hmm. So you were uh, sick? Yeah, I was, you know, I injured my foot on Thursday, as you guys know, and then Friday, like, I, um, yeah, I was talking to my boss, and, like, she got half my shift covered, which was nice, so I get to come home early, and I was really tired for some reason, kind of in a bad mood, and then I wake up, like, from my nap, and my throat is, like, sore, and I'm like, oh, fun, um, and then, you know, I, I played Dungeons and Dragons uh, that night and powered through like it wasn't too bad woke up on saturday not feeling all great and i so i just sat on my couch and watched people play games on youtube uh not live just live recordings of them because i didn't feel like playing anything because i was sick mm-hmm. so that was fun though. I, I did get to watch i mean i was watching a playthrough of pillars of eternity i knew that was one game that i always really wanted to play but i probably was never going to get around to it so i was like all right i'll watch a playthrough of it so i can at least enjoy someone playing it and get the story um and they don't play the same way i do but it's kind of cool because i know i would pick way different characters and probably different mm-hmm. answers so I, if i do play it i'll i'll get to experience a lot of it too. um yeah. but other than that, yeah i mean i what, um I oh we we played some ESHL. That was kinda of fun. Yeah. Kinda of fun. Even um, though we even though we lost more than we won, we actually had a good time with it. We did. So. We did. Uh I, I guess I've just played FIFA and then watched Parks and Rec and just kinda of have a relaxing weekend because I've I've been sick and then over the week it was just catching up on the stuff I forgot to do over the weekend. Um because I was sick. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I yeah. did actually Chad's giving him a hard time right now. I, yeah, I'm sure. Saying he's, like he's always sick. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Exactly. I work with children. I get sick more than all of you. Steven, you know what you need? I'm around you need emergency. so many germs all the time that it's a wonder I don't get sick more. I'm sick mm-hmm. once a year. Yeah, and, and I got sanitizer. Sick. I was thinking the same twice thing. Twice this year. Twice this year. At the day after E3, or like the last day of E3, I got sick, and it lasted all of two days, three days, two days. I'm holding the wrong finger up as I say this. It was like yeah. a two-day sickness, and I was done. And it was the same this weekend. It was like a little bit on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was good. Monday, boom, back to back to usual. So I want to hear it, chat. Okay, I want to hear it. All right. Tell Those them. of you in our community yeah. that listen, that work with children, know a hundred percent what it's like. They're constantly sick because they don't keep because parents don't keep their kids home when they're sick. So they spread the germs to other kids and the teachers. And so it's just a vicious cycle. So, so just, you know, everybody out yeah. there, just imagine this tone. And if you're in Mixer right now, these hand gestures, when we were hearing all about, you know, how we're going to have ants in the in the house in California for E3, getting lectured. Yeah. Get back on the floor. We're going to have ants. Grandma face mask. Okay. Do, 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 oh, did you just Here hear what go. Graham said? Chip bag on the floor. Empty chip bag. Completely. No crumbs. Oh, yeah, because there's nothing in empty. 
No reason for an ant to come First in. First of all, these uncultured swine over oh. here. I gotta I, things. I'm these, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was a wash chip bag. These. Yeah. Oh yeah, because people wash their chip bags. Well, all they do in Canada, they drink First milk all, out of bags. They gotta be sanitary. These dirty right. things around, you're gonna get ants. But also, it, I was making a reference to Archer as well, which none of you got because you're all stupid and you don't watch that show. Okay. I mean, you both. So there's that. Uh, anyway, ending to my the ending to my week, and I'm counting the week as Thursday to Thursday between epi- between epies. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been I've been playing. I started Pokemon <laughs> Sapphire again. Oops. Uh, even though Pokemon comes out in a month, I couldn't wait to play more. Uh, so I started playing it, and then I'm going to play Pokemon Sword and or Pokemon Shield. Haven't decided yet because. You know, I was leaning sword because swords are cooler than shields, but then Ponita is a shield exclusive, and Ponita is really cool. Actually, I don't care for much Ponita, but I like Rapidash, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This is a tough one. This is Decisions. Tough one. Yeah, you guys tell me about your fun week. All right. So now we have three minutes left in the show, Graham. Go ahead. How was your week? Well, let's let's go with today, because today was pretty eventful. I yeah. was on my way to work. Driving in my van on the highway, and then all of a sudden I see check engine light, temperature Uh-oh. gauge, hand going up to hot. So I'm like, Ooh. well, this is not good. So I pulled over on the highway and I called the office, let them know my situation because obviously I'm gonna be late. And then I'm like, well, I'm really close to where I'm going, so I wait for the van cool down, drive a little bit. And I have to pull over, let it cool down. So this was the start of my day. And then I was like pulled over and like let the fan run. So kind of like would cool off. And then I went to go start it. So I drive to like a gas station to get engine coolant. And then the battery was dead. Hmm. So then I'm like, well, I'm just going to give up right now. I'm going to leave the van here. Obviously, there was issues because... All the coolant was like leaked out, so I don't know if it blew yeah. a hose or busted a hole in my rad. So I don't know if my van's gonna make it. If we gotta like pull the plug and uh, you know drive it off cliff or push off cliff, that would be fun. But yeah, that was the start of my day. Graham, did least... you have sauce packets? Oh uh, well, I don't know snacks in there. I could have survived uh, okay. a couple of days. So did you learn your lesson then from? the salsa incident to actually like keep some yeah. non-perishable items in your van, just in case you get stuck when you're starving. So, so if any of you don't, yeah. a, go a, ahead. A bag full of salsa, just in case this ever happens again. Yeah. It's like my emergency oh, thing now. But Graham, <laughs> if you leave a bag, Graham, if you leave a bag of salsa in your car, you know what's going to happen? Ants. Yeah, they're going gonna to steal my vehicle. <laughs> so that's probably what got into your coolant, Graham. It was ants. And but uh, but anybody who doesn't remember Graham had an incident uh, where he got basically just he had to stop on the road when it was too windy on the bridge, right? That well, there's trees the, blown down. It was like yeah. the traffic was just stopped, right? Um, so it was like it was like the Leafs scoring against Boston in the playoffs, but uh, it was dumb. But no, all all he had to eat was um, salsa packets, and he was starving, so he like just sucked down like packets of salsa from where Graham. <laughs> McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah. Breakfast burrito salsa. So listen. All right. I was starving to death. I was 
it was either that or death. And I chose the <laughs> okay. salsa pack. All right. Now, not the most nutritious, filling, but it was food. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I didn't have lunch. Probably maybe just had breakfast that day. So Is it food? It's Ish. something. There's some ch- chunks of some kind of food. Tell you, it's not as good as the brisket sandwich you had in Los Angeles. But uh, Well, nothing is. Yeah. A little cheaper, though. Yeah. But well... That money could have been spent on. Uh, yeah, that money could have been spent on I a plane could have ticket. stayed in a hotel overnight and just uh, waited out the storm. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so everything worked out. It's, I, I assume your car is getting worked on. Your, your van. Yes, I currently don't have a van. Uh, I went to work because, like I said, it was really mm-hmm. close. But then, anytime I want to like get something extra or like, I'm like, oh, I'll go to the van. I'm like, ah, no van. But okay. I managed to get through today. Don't know what tomorrow's going to hold. It's kind mm-hmm. of a little of an adventure. Uh, other than that, like you said, we did play some uh, video games. We played yeah. some NHL. Got yeah. a couple of games NHL 20 in, which was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And uh, I, I was telling you guys about my not a cow level that I was working on. Mm-hmm. Well, finally got that done. And yeah. then I'm, we went and played Diablo 3. And we're like, well, I wonder what other neat interesting things so did a little search on a little google machine and they talked about this thing called whimsy shire so it's a portal that takes you to a place that is full of teddy bears rainbows graham that was the like, thing i was talking about last week that's what i thought you were talking about the cat the cat level thing that was new but that whimsy shire has been around that's the one from the the it's a random portal that opens up when you kill treasure demons right mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta make you gotta make something. Oh, that might so, be new then, because it didn't used to be. Because I I got there through just random RNG, like yeah. it was a portal that opened up. Yeah. No, so basically you got to get ingredients, create a staff. I'm pretty sure, and then that opens the portal. But the ingredients you need is like randomly generated, so it might appear this time. Like it's kind of frustrating, but I get why they do it. And we got two out of the three ingredients, and the third one is being a bit stubborn. But yeah, once we read about Whimsy Shire, we're like, we gotta check this out. <laughs> it, so yeah. that that's currently what I'm working on, cool. playing some Diablo. Cool. So for me, um, since you know Steven's idea of fun is getting sick, and Grant's idea of fun is having his van break down, um, my idea of fun was watching the Twins get swept out of the playoffs, mm. and yeah. Um, not just get swept, by the way. Get absolutely demolished. Yeah. You know, it was um, a close game. It wasn't even a close football yeah. score most like, of the time. So the first pitch anyway. of the game. It was, it I was know. I felt even. so bad. I was like, yeah. no, Tyler. Who so could have seen this coming? So I know. Um, deep down, I knew this is what was going to happen. I you know, I allowed myself to talk myself into it and give myself hope. But no, deep down I knew. And I actually snuck. Um, the For game one, I listened to it at work on the radio uh, through my phone. And then game two, I was able to get the TV to work on my phone and watch, kind of sneak that and watch that. And, you know, I got to see. I, I had to walk away to do something for literally like 30 seconds. It was 3 nothing. I get back at 7 nothing, And I'm like, well, that's the end of that. So... <laughs> Uh, I got to watch game three. 
on Monday at home, and that didn't go a whole lot better. Um, but I do, uh, for those of you who've been listening to every episode lately, I do have uh, carpet now. So that ordeal is finally done. And uh, yeah, as as the guy said, uh, we played some EASHL. I played Ghostbusters Remastered today, actually, for a few hours. And it's pretty fun. Like, it, it's got its flaws, you can tell. Like, Stu, you would absolutely hate the loading times. Then why would I play? game? Yeah, it is it is definitely loading. It's loading times circa 2009, for sure, in that game. So it is, it's to the point where I'm getting annoyed with it. But the, the game itself is fun. Uh, Steven would have it thrown through the window then if probably yeah. Um but no I'm I'm enjoying it. I, I like the, the Ghostbusters movies though. I didn't even hate the brand new one. I know a lot of people did, but I didn't. It had its moments and it was fun. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to the new one. But uh but so I was I was really looking forward to playing this game again. Enjoyed it a lot the first time around. It basically was Ghostbusters three up until you know this new one now is being made as a follow up. So uh that is pretty much my week. I'm just happy to have everything kind of back to normal and set up at home and able to play some games. And I'm going to start streaming again here real soon. I got that all taken care of today and reset up again. So we'll yeah. do that too. So Yeah, the, uh, I planned on streaming over the weekend. But if you listen back to what I said at the beginning of the show, <laughs> there was a reason I didn't. Yeah. Uh, because I would have been sick. moving my he mic every, every, sick. every five seconds to blow my nose. So there you yeah. go. So what are you going to do? Um, Graham, what was um, your favorite thing you were looking forward to about playing Doom in November? Uh, killing Monsters. Well, um, I hate to break your heart. Ugh. You're not going to kill any monsters in November unless you do it with a lightsaber. Or in the original. Or the original, yeah. 2016. Or, Graham, in Death Stranding, coming this November to PlayStation 4. You may have heard no. that. Well, that's assuming you're allowed to no, kill thanks. the monsters in that game. I, we still don't know that. Well, we don't know anything. Maybe you are the monster. Maybe you are. Maybe you're the baby. Who knows? Well... So we know you have a ladder, though, and that ladder's pretty cool. <laughs> that you can so, just leave anywhere, and it just randomly comes back to you or something. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how that works. I want, Graham, I want to know. Graham, it's ladder. a teleporting ladder. Have you never heard of that, Graham? It's just like the rope Sometimes. in Lord of the Rings. It just magically like, unties and comes back to that, you. That's elven rope, though. That stuff magical. Oh, well, that explains everything. That makes it so much more realistic. Well, so, did you see you see how much bread they had? Which apparently you could live for like three years off this little bit yeah, of bread. Yeah, because all you need is a little bit of nibble. A mm -hmm. crumb. A yeah. crumb. And then they're like, how many did you have? I had three. <laughs> mm -hmm. That was funny. So, anyway. <laughs> oh. uh, no, Doom has been delayed until next year. Stephen, until when? Is it March? Or April? March 20th. Yeah, March. March 20th. Yeah. So, uh, delayed till next year. And... You guys think it's a good move? Uh, you know, at first, my first reaction when we talked off air was, yeah, but then you guys brought up some points. So, what do you guys think? Uh, Steven, do you still kind of hold uh, maybe not so much a great move, or what are you thinking? Well, I mean, if the game's going to suck coming out in whatever it was supposed to come out, November, right, or yeah. something? Yeah, November. You know, that would be dumb. But yeah. when you push it back, I mean, I guess right now we're – 
it's fine. I I still would play. Well, we don't have a release date for Dying Light Two. I thought no, we did. No. For some reason, I thought we, it was like February twentieth, and then it was like April whatever for Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they get in before Cyberpunk, which is smart. Yeah. Um, I think they should have maybe gone a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. But there, are people buy games every couple of weeks. Like I think pretty regularly. So I don't know. Um, well, don't forget, it's also coming out at the same time as Animal Crossing. Yeah, but those games aren't competing. Um, yeah, real, I, I think I think you have different fans buying those games. R- real gamers will be buying Animal Crossing, and you fake pew pew fans will be getting getting. Are you, uh, are you looking down on Doom right now? Yeah, yeah, I am. Compared to what? Compared to Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is the okay. goat. Okay, that's fine. G O A T. But you just said they're not competing, so why does it have to be one or the other? Well, because I was being a smart aleck, Tyler. And okay. If you were listening to me, you would have understood that joke. Well, no, I do. Um, yeah, well, because I know um, you. It's just naturally him, so I I, I understand. So, <laughs> um. uh, anyways, so no, I I mean, I thought it was sandwiched between like two big games of Dying Light Two, because for mm. some reason I had I had February, uh, mm. and then you know I looked it up and then I forgot. Uh, Watch Dogs Three is in there somewhere, but I don't think people are. Watch Dogs Three is March sixth. All right, so it is sandwiched between that, but I mean, Watch Dogs Three, I think. Well, one is Ubisoft, so it has a chance of being delayed. Anyway, uh, that game's not coming out till twenty twenty two. Yeah, but the other hand, I mean, because of the previous two games, this one, it, it's gonna. I, I don't think people are gonna be automatic like ready to buy right away. Um, they're gonna look at reviews and stuff. So the, yeah, the people that know they're gonna buy Dying Light Three are gonna buy it over Doom anyway. Because they played the first two and they really liked the first two. I, I don't know if the third game in a series gets too many brand new fans in. Maybe Wait, just... Dying Light 2 came out already? <laughs> no, did Watch I say Dogs. Dying Light? I'm sorry. I'm yeah, you did. Sorry, Watch Dogs. Uh, now I'm thinking about Dying Light because I want to play Oh, it. I know what you said. I... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanna... Smart Alec, remember? Yes, I know. Smart Alec. I, well... I want to I play Dying Light. So, anyway. Uh, no, I Watch mean, Dogs. it's just okay where it's at. Like, it's it's got enough of a breathing window in between that and Cyberpunk. I I think they purposefully didn't try to compete with Cyberpunk because I don't think any game can. Like I no. mean, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves on how good Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven will be, but I think that game will be game of the year next year. Calling it now, um, that game will be getting masterpiece scores, um, for sure. That's my lock. Yeah, very well, might very well, might. Uh, no, I mean it's my hope, but I I, mm-hmm. I have trust. I've loved every game CD Projekt Red's done, like since. Yeah. Well, granted, that's whatever. <laughs> I yeah. really like The Witcher Two. That was the first game I ever played from them, and then The Witcher Three was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I Witcher really 3. actually enjoyed. I actually finished Witcher Three, so I can speak to the whole game. Graham, I put eighty hours into it, so I played the game. I didn't beat the game. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> um, no, just yeah. getting, kind of getting back on topic. I think, you know, as far as uh, Cyberpunk goes, there's so, regardless of how good the game is, I don't think it even matters at this point. There's so much hype around it, you don't want to go up against it. And, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, so they're smart coming out a couple weeks beforehand. But let's transition into, like, what are some other games? What, what are some games that have been delayed that you're just so disappointed and just crush for me it was the a couple of the south park games 
I, uh, the last two, the Stick of Truth and then Fracture But Whole, I both got delayed. Stick of Truth for a long time. Actually, both of them for a long time. And I was frustrated both times, but then I was okay once I got the game and both games and played them, especially the first one was fantastic. So what about you guys? What are some delays that really disappointed you? Uh, so I think I'll have you beat, so I'm going to go last. Okay. Um, Graham, well, you can go here. I don't know if I beat, I didn't know how you could beat someone, but um, currently the new Ori game, I'm kind of disappointed. Mm. I was really excited for that one. I thought it was coming when it was coming, and it was like, no, delay. So I don't know if it got delayed twice or, or once, but anyways, it got delayed, and I was looking forward to it, so that one was a bit of disappointment for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I get I have you beat on length of delayed. Okay. For any game you'll ever think oh, of. Kingdom Hearts. Oh yeah. Yes. Kingdom Hearts three. Um before, when it was like officially announced that they were making one, it was like two thousand and like ten. So it came out January of this year, so that's nine mm-hmm. years. Um and it never really got delayed well it might have like once or twice it just was it would be announced and then you you'd never hear anything about it and then it would be like something would be teased and then you would never hear anything about it and it just went on like that it was like soul crushing because you knew it was coming because the series had never never ended and they remastered the game twice i mean on ps3 and ps4 and then created mm-hmm. there was like three definitive editions for that game for or the entire series i should say um sans three because that wasn't out yet i mean the the last definitive edition did include it but yeah so i guess the like square games tend to get delayed a lot um or they do a thing where they just don't announce an actual release date until they have a release date but that could mean five years in between hearing about the game and hearing a release date and I would say that's kind of delays. It's just internal rather than, you know, sure. explicit, right? Yeah. And because uh, like Final Fantasy VII Remastered is a good seven years old, I think, at this point from the time it was first announced. Well, the, pretty sure it was like the last card, 2013. I think, takes cake for all. Of and it's not, it's not coming out till 2020. So that'll, I know that's, that's another game that hurts, hurts some people. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, like when delays happen, yeah, they suck, and you're like, shoot, you know, I wanted to play this, um, and then it comes and it plays great. If it plays great, and then you're like, I don't care. All right, I got it now, so whatever. I don't care that it was delayed six times because the game's amazing. Now, when you have Crackdown three, that's delayed five hundred million times, and that game comes out and is just, eh. I mean, the gameplay's fun, just everything else about the game was, mm. eh. like that sucks. But Microsoft had to get that game out, so they kind of. They did not let that game get delayed again. So well, that, I, think, that, I think ultimately it comes down to whether whether or not delay is a good thing or people get upset about it. At the end of the day, it comes down to what's the game like when it comes out at the end. I mean, right, yeah, right yeah. nobody remembers right now or nobody cares that Red Dead 2 got delayed twice. And, you know, it did. It sucked at the time, but the final product was really good. So people don't really yeah. care. Well, and, I, I trust when they delay a game, it is for a really good reason because they know that it could upset some of the fans that are expecting it, but they're like willing to take that risk to make sure the game is released and it's a 
proper release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can make, you can easily show that towards Breath of the Wild, right? Um, that game, yeah. they announced a new uh, Legend of Zelda game, and like they talked about making a new one, and there was never, act- well, so Breath of the Wild did come out on the Wii U, but it wasn't until the Switch was released that the Wii U saw a new Zelda game. Um, where up to that point, there had been a new one on every single console. Uh, so, like, that game was amazing, right? It's a masterpiece. Everyone, or, yeah, I mean, it's got, it got a lot of tens, right? And it won Game of the Year, for sure, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Wait, did Mario win Game of the Year? No, Zelda did. Yeah, press the Okay, thank yeah. God, because Mario was not as good. Uh, anyways, but, so, you know, nothing... Delays only suck when the game comes out and it's still bad. Mm-hmm. Like, if the game's good, I mean, yeah, you, you're pissed that, you know, it got delayed and you're like, oh, I wanted to play this. And now I have to wait another six months. But then the game comes out and you're like, all right, whatever. Because mm-hmm. the game's good. So it just yeah. depends. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. Agreed. Okay. Guys, let's go to the news. And let's start with PlayStation. So we learned that there is such a thing as a PlayStation 5 this week. No. Whoa. What? Yeah. Wow. Big surprise. And they got really creative. They switched it up this time. They're going to, you know, call it PlayStation 5. And uh, but Sony confirmed that that is what the new console is going to be. They gave out some other details about it as well. Guys, uh, does this do anything for you in terms of, you know, shift and moving the needle in terms of your excitement for the new console? Um, from PlayStation, or do you just need to see the thing at this point and see the games it's going to have and kind of go from there? You know, I feel feel like the Project Scarlet and PlayStation 5, big surprise on the name, are going to be very similar that yeah. it's not going to get me more excited. I kind of made my decision and I don't see anything as like, okay, I'm not going to get this one now. I'm going to get this one. So, but it's good to see that they're actually giving people what they want, like a 4K Blu-ray player, which they have the rights to. So, yeah. yeah. And like, I'm not going to give them credit for something that they should have had in PlayStation 4 or the Pro. So, yeah. yeah, It for sure should have been in the Pro. It should oh, have been yeah. in the Pro, and maybe yeah. not the launch PS4, because nobody really had 4K yet. But the the Pro, for sure, it should have. And so, yeah, I can agree with that. And I agree with you. I don't think they get extra credit or a big pat on the back for including a 4K Blu-ray drive in this one. Um, Steve, what about you? Any, uh, any move in the needle for excitement or just kind of whatever, ready to see them at this point? Yeah, so I don't much care about the systems themselves yeah uh i care about the games and I've, i i've said it countless times i'm giving xbox until they see three but if they do not deliver then i'm going to go with playstation because i've m- massively enjoyed the games on playstation more than the games on xbox this gen and we're gonna see pretty equal like performances more than likely i don't see xbox's console being that much better because if it's that much better it's going to be that much more expensive and that will lose um the the opening 
to to PlayStation, right? Like they're not going to sell as much because it's more expensive. So people, yeah. like parents, when they're buying their kids' new console, they're going to be like, well, they don't because I mean. Well, I think now there's a decent amount of parents that do still play games that probably know the difference between PlayStation and Xbox, but there's still a lot that don't that will be like, well, this one's $100 cheaper, so that's the one I'm going to buy, right? Yeah. Um, and so it, it all depends on games. Now, I have looked into some some things. I don't know if you want to talk about the specifics, Tyler. If so, I'll wait. Uh, but there, there were some specifics coming out that, that do have me... A little excited for what games could look like next gen. No, I mean go go ahead if you want to hit on them, and we'll just kind of go through because the next thing I want to talk about is kind of the fan reaction. But go ahead. Yeah, so obviously the SSD is nice. They've been mm-hmm. around for since the middle of this gen. I know a lot of people that put one inside their PlayStations, uh, switched out the the hard drive for an SSD, and then had it on the Xbox as an external. Uh, and they're they're becoming a lot cheaper and they're way faster. I'm lazy, so I, I didn't bother switching my desktop over to an SSD, though I really probably should. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe I'll get around to it eventually. Uh, and then I just didn't. I was like, I already have two hard drives. Why do I want to buy a, another one that's an SSD? Like, I have the space. I can live with the load times. Though I know, like, because I watch a lot of speedruns, so when I watched speedruns of bloodborne when they switched to an ssd man, the load times were so much faster and it saved them so they had to ch- i think they changed the, the the actual like timekeeping so that because that shouldn't play a part in the speed run is the load times in my opinion mm-hmm. but that's beside the point that's whether you know there so that's exciting but that the haptic controller i was reading up on that like that's really cool i i actually really enjoy the, the little like speaker on the ps4 controller i i mean it is kind of a um gimmick in some ways but i i think it kind of adds to the the immersion like my favorite things when i'm playing playing the show and like i'll hear like the bench yelling at me to like take lead take lead or you know get on base that's right that's right round that round yeah, that yeah. you know or or dig 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 like that's that's fun like that's what you'd hear if you're playing baseball right um yeah. or just at a game so that mixed with the the way they're they're trying to make the games feel i was reading the the wired had an exclusive about this and they were talking about they were playing a game that had different like uh a different setting so they were on like mud and sand and ice and stuff and each of those environments there we go that's the word uh each of the environments felt different so ice feels slippy and slidey on the controller and mud feels like it like holds you down right and then same with sand in a little different way and then like they said the water felt resistance and the bridge felt like bouncy right so if you can Mm -hmm. actually get that to work well like that's really cool and it can add into the immersion of the game because you're like all right where am i and then maybe you get into games that and i'm just kind of spitballing looking forward to games where maybe the screen goes black and you're trying to figure out how to how to get out of the the area because you got you fell into a cave right if you're playing like uncharted and and you have to use the controller in the sense of like where you are in the world and it's it hasn't been possible but with the new the new feel of the controller like that could be a really cool thing and i think that's really interesting and combining that with vr like i can see a lot of possibilities and that's got me that's got me interested i'm really curious to see how xbox responds uh, obviously they're going to I know we were talking about this off air. It's ridiculous that some of these 
like journalists, journalist sites or whatever, the gaming sites were saying things like this was a surprise, like acting like it was a surprise that this is coming in holiday of 2020. Like yeah. everyone didn't already know that. Come on. I mean, well, mm-hmm. so, some people thought it was coming in 2021. And, and actually we had people in our community that were saying the same last year, you know, that or this early this year that, you know, we'd, they'd debate with us in discord and say, you know, this thing isn't coming till you know, 2021 or maybe even 22. And, you know, if you've listened to the show for a while, you know, we've held from the beginning that these are both coming holiday 2020. It's just the right time. It makes the most sense. It it just feels like the end of the generation right now. And I I don't know how much further they can push this gen to, to achieve more than what they've already done. So it makes sense to do it right now. I, I do want to touch on a couple or make a couple quick points before we go into sort of the, the fan reaction to this. Um, so first I think these consoles are going to be incredibly similar and close and they're going to be close enough. Xbox will be better at a couple things. PlayStation will be better at a couple things and it'll, they'll, they'll be close enough that the, the fanboys for each are going to be able to proclaim victory for their console. Um, and they'll be able to do it with ease when it's that close. I care about the games and, and the ecosystem. So those two things. So what is the Xbox Live ecosystem like? You know, the fact that I have Game Pass, the fact that I game share on Xbox and all of those things is going to play a factor or a role in this and not a small one. So if, if I'm buying one console at the start, that's going to play in. Now, I'm probably not buying one console at the start. I'm probably going to get them both. But if... I had to just choose one that would play a role in the decision. Um, I just, I don't see it being enough of a difference. And Stephen, to your point of, you know, the Xbox might've been more powerful. I think that ship has sailed though. I think when they decided not to do multiple SKUs, they kind of gave up on that dream and they're just going to go for a baseline model right now. That's going to yeah. be a mirror image of the PS4 in almost every single way. And and for what we've seen on specs so far, Graham, that it is the exact same in pretty mm-hmm. much every single way. Yeah. So, but anyway, let's talk about what fans are actually caring about here. So IGN did a poll of its readers and to see what PlayStation 5 feature they're most excited for. Um, I, I wasn't able to find the one that they did for announced Xbox features yet. We'll keep looking. But uh, anyway, so number one, or the uh, adapter triggers, which I think is really cool. Actually, I like the idea of that. 6% say that's what they're looking forward to the most. Uh, 4K Blu-ray drive, Graham. Yeah. 6%. Built-in ray tracing, which is kind of a big deal for next-gen. 11%. And I think part of that's because that gets into the realm of stuff where some people just don't really know what it is right away. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, none came in above those three. At twelve percent, that's probably your Xbox fans uh, voting. Faster load times, twenty three percent. So that's pretty good representation, and faster load times matter. Like I, I, you know, from the intros when we played, when I played Ghostbusters today, man, to to think about load times used to be, and you forget after a while. Man, those load times were bad. So to to basically eliminate them in many situations, pretty awesome. Number one. At 42% is backwards compatibility. 42%, eh? Yep. 
So guys, thoughts? Would you set backwards compatible being number one? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. What would you say? Uh, I would probably say probably the graphics. Like, basically, this is a next gen console, so mm -hmm. it's like like better, better graphics. Maybe the maybe the load times too. That would that's a huge one. So, Grant, let me ask this question of you: Do do you fall into the category of gamer? And I think I personally, I believe this group makes up the largest like sect of gamers when it comes to looking at next gen consoles. Do you fall into the group that's like, I want next gen to be more of the same, but just more awesome, like look better, perform a little better, but ultimately just be graphically superior, but still be really familiar to you. Well, that's why I got the one X because yeah. like I had the one S and I know there's no really big difference between the two. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just wanted the One X just because the graphics were a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fair. Steven, uh, you and I, we, we started to debate this. Well, let's do it here uh, on the show. You, I think, are going to argue that backwards compatibility is important and that a lot of people use it. Um, go for it. Oh, you make me go first so you can <laughs> beat all my points? No, we'll go back and forth. This shouldn't be a, you know... This is like court. I go first, you go last, and then I get a counter counterpoint. No, and we'll you end just, up in jail. No, we'll just have a discussion. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all about winning. Yes. No, um, you know, I thought the same thing, Tyler, because I, at first, I, I'm gonna okay. I'll, I'll let you use your argument. Yes, I yeah. think backwards compatibility is important. It's definitely important at the beginning of each generation. Uh, as you know, when the new systems come out. How many games are there? Like two, right? You know, you, and then you get a bunch of crap. Exclusive wise, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Exclusive wise, yeah. But I, I don't care about like even console exclusives. I just mean generational exclusives. And okay, yeah. not even all of those are exclusive. So, yeah. So, like, strictly on the in the generation, you probably get what? Three, three, four in the first, maybe the first day mm -hmm. slash first month. And then by the first six months, probably five or six, right? Maybe seven. Yeah. Seven games. Um, those aren't going to necessarily be good, right? I mean, you say, well, probably over half of them are good, but there'll be a couple that aren't. And then there'll be a couple that just aren't for you. So you're looking at two, three games, right? And that's not fun to play when you're gaming for six, seven months, once you beat them, especially since some mm -hmm. of those, at least in, in years past, the the uh, launch titles have been a little shorter. So... I, so do you want me to yeah. tell you? Do you want me to tell you what I brought home on day one of Xbox One? Because I, I can actually remember. I was trying nice. to. I was yeah, trying to think. I, I couldn't buy yeah. anything day one because I was in another country. Right. Um. I didn't get the the Xbox One until January, yeah. so I don't know what came out exactly yeah. early on. But yeah, go so ahead. So I got I got Rise, Graham. I got Rise. Um, yeah. I got Battlefield Four. Okay. And I got I got Battlefield or not Battlefield. Um, Madden, 20, Madden twenty five. Did I get four? I don't. I didn't get Forza on day one. I didn't. That was a day one though. Wasn't it, it was. I didn't get yeah. it on day one though. I got uh, Madden twenty five and I bought Power Stars Golf digitally. So 
Those were, I, I, I brought three discs home and then I, or no, I brought four discs home because I got Dead Rising. So Dead Rising 3. Oh yeah, Dead Rising. Yes, three was a, was a launch title. I, I so wish getting, at this point I'd gotten Forza instead of Dead Rising, but yeah. anyway. I got Go Battlefield ahead. further down the line and that was the two mm -hmm. that I had. Yeah, and then yeah. It's, it's a good call because Battlefield 4 was so hopelessly broken at launch. It was fun. It was a good game. In fact, it, it's probably the Battlefield I enjoyed the most this gen. But um, at first, it was so broken online, you couldn't do anything. So it sucked. But yeah, um, yeah, I, you're you're right though. There there aren't a whole lot of games at launch, and I think that's a fair point. I will also say that's the point all the PlayStation fans are making right now too. Not saying you're going fanboy, I know you're not, but that's the point they're making. Well, well, yeah, we called it stupid when Xbox got it, but now it's actually important. Well, you can't. Yeah, you don't get to look at it that way. I mean, I guess you do, but you know, it's I, I get to poke holes in that. That, but <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. I think backwards compatibility is one of those things where people love the idea of it, but then when it comes time to actually use it, they don't as much. I can't tell you guys one game I've played front to back on backwards compatibility on Xbox One. And there are games out there that I like. And because uh, I bought stuff remastered and played it again when it was available on PC. So, yeah, I don't know. I Maybe it's just me. Like, I, I like new games, you know, and I get so many that, you know, because we do the show that I end up playing new stuff. Yeah. That might be part of it. Um, I okay, because I was looking at the list because I was curious. Like I was trying to remember because I know we we got back from from the other country in January and then we went on leave pretty quickly after, like within a week or two. Sure. Um, and then and that's when I bought the the Xbox One. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, I was going to get it day one, and then we you know not going to be home for it, so whatever. I didn't get it till a little bit after. But I, I think I got Assassin's Creed 4 and Call of Duty Ghosts on top of Battlefield 4. Okay. And yeah. Forza. All right. Um, I think I, I think I ended up with four games. Uh, but I might not, I might skip Battlefield because I wasn't in the Battlefield at the time. Mm -hmm. um, not until Hardline. I really enjoyed Hardline. But we're going to, that's another topic. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you said, I've said that too. You've said that. We, between, this is, but that's an anecdotal argument. Because Xbox has done studies saying that backwards compatibility is some of their most played titles. Mm -hmm. So people are playing it, just not us two. Because, yeah, we right. buy every single... Between the two of us, like we get every game that comes out, mostly. Sure. Almost. Um, yeah. yeah, and then Except any game Ghost that we Recon. miss... Poor, poor yeah, Ghost until, until <laughs> I have a couple drinks and it's on sale for $40. <laughs> yeah. And then it's now a purchasable or playable title in our, yes. in our you know game share. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I think it's us. I, I started playing Final Fantasy 13 again, like when they did the, because I wanted to see how it played, and it played really well. I played like three hours. I played Lost Odyssey a few hours, because that's one of my favorite JRPGs of all time. But you're right, I haven't beat a game front to back um, that I can think of, like playing it backwards compatible. Mm. But I did beat Sid Meier's Pirates in the 360 days, and that was an Xbox One title, and Indigo Prophecy. Which was another Xbox, like, sorry, original Xbox title, both Pirates and Indigo Prophecy. So, yeah, I think there is, there are people that play it. It's just not us. Yeah, and, that, and that's perfectly fair. And, you know, I think for people to do that, 
you know, gaming on a budget is a thing and for a lot of people and, uh, you know, not, we're not immune to that. I mean, that exists for us too, but it's, uh, I, I think backwards compatibility offers a lot of things to those, those individuals that, you know, don't want to go spend $60 or can't spend $60 on a game with any frequency. And yeah. it allows them the opportunity to play and have the new console and be able to still do things on it, which I think is cool. So I'm all for it existing. In fact, I think it's embarrassing that it didn't at the start of last gen for both consoles. Um, do I think it's the most important feature on a brand new console? No, I don't. No, but it might and, be the one that people are most excited for. Yeah, so... but. The, so here's my argument against it. You're, you're going to tell me that you're super excited to go buy this new console so you can play the old games yeah. that you could play on the console you already have. Like that, to me, just doesn't add up. I like, I, I think it's a great feature. Like, you should not have to now have it be a hard thing to play those older games because you don't want to have to fire up two different consoles at different times. It should be there. But to say that that's the most important piece and it's the best feature and the one you should look forward to the most, how about the innovations in the technology and the new features that are going to be there and all those things, that's what I would argue, would, for me, would come first. First, the question wasn't what's the most important. The question was what are you most excited for? Right, but, but that's why I brought it back to that. I said, you know, what are, what are you most looking forward to? I'm most looking forward to the, the advances in the technology. I'm not saying it shouldn't be there. It should be there. It's just not what I'm most excited about. Right, but the option wasn't advances in technology. There are individual options in technology. Piece them sure. all together and yeah, I suppose. Okay, that's right. 46%. Second of all, it's it's one of those things where none of those, like the hardware advances aren't the sexy answer. Like they they graphical upgrades, but especially load times and stuff, those are all something that like you don't think you want until you get it because you're so yeah. used to it. You're like, I can't. I can't see the load times being any faster than they are now. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, 20 years ago, you're sure. like, you're playing, playing Pong, and they're like, whoa, these graphics. And I mean, obviously, that's a sarcastic answer, but the point is there. They're like, I remember Christmas, what was it? The the Gears 2. Um, I, I We might Gears have lost two been... Bram. Uh, so anyways um gears two whatever year that came out i got it for christmas along with a so back in in the i'll go back a little bit of ways here uh i like telling stories i really got into gaming freshman year of high school um when i got an xbox 360 i traded in both the xbox and the ps2 with all the games and still had to like pay money because I didn't understand supply and demand and economics from what well, game crazy. I was a game crazy guy. And before oh, that went I on, remember, yeah. yes, that's a Hollywood crazy. video. It was they, Hollywood video. Yeah. Yes. Uh, loved that place. Um, With like the they, chain link fence, right? Type of thing around. Yes. It, wasn't it? Yes. Think, yep. Yep. Um, they, the, they, they kind of screwed me over, and my dad was not happy. But that's a different, different story. Mm -hmm. Let's just continue. Anyways, I got a 360. I got Halo 3, and I was playing through the campaign, and I didn't even know what online was. And then one of my friends at high school was like, you should try online. Like, it's pretty fun. So I'm like, okay. And, like, I had to jerry-rig. I had to pull the modem from where it was. And 
my room and my mom's and my parents' room were like across from each other, and they had a phone outlet. So I had to ha- I had to get the long cord, plug it into the phone outlet, the modem sitting <laughs> on the floor, and then the Ethernet's cords going into the the 360, and the 360 is plugged into an adapter because I ha- I couldn't use the the like the the uh, component cables. I had to use the AV cables yep. plugged into like an adapter that went coaxial into a like a 12 inch box TV. So that's what I'm playing on, playing online. And and then I get gears, I think that Christmas, and I got a like 17 inch or 20 inch, like 720p, like flat screen TV, right? And I remember sitting there and was like, this looks absolutely the most realistic thing I've ever seen. This yeah. is This is gaming. And now looking back, like if I'm going to play that, I'm like, wow, these graphics are dated, right? Because I'm seeing, you know, Assassin's Creed Origins and, you know, Shadow of uh, Shadow of War last year. And those games, when I first started in 4K, same thing. So, yeah, like you don't think it's you think it's realistic right. until you see the new stuff. But you yeah. you don't really care about that because that's not the stuff you're playing um, like. That's yeah. not the stuff you're playing. You're playing games using that technology, but you your games are ultimately the most important. And the, the question wasn't the looks of new games. It was so yeah, pe- most people are going to choose games. Backwards compatibility has and always has been important, especially because mm-hmm. especially if you if you can um like they did like Xbox has done where you kind of bump up the graphics a little bit. So sure. maybe we'll get God of War and gives you an excuse to play God of War again if you're playing in higher definition. Oh, right? I'm pretty sure you're going to get an excuse to play God of War again on the PS5. Yeah, I'll say it. You, well, I mean... I, excuse to play I, okay, I'm not saying they're not going to make... I'm Obviously, they're going to make another one, but that's, I'm talking about the one from that came out. Oh, I know, I know. I mean that one. I bet you're going to get a remaster of that within oh, the first well, year on the PS5. If we see remasters of those games, then it's less likely they'll bump up the, mm-hmm. the previous ones. Right. And it's even less likely they allowed those games to be backwards compatible in the first place. Uh-huh. Uh, and that is a Sony move, a hundred percent. But Microsoft well, they all has did done that time. as well. They all yeah, did Microsoft it. did it with one of the Doom games. Um, they, yeah, the 360 game you can't download for like the original Doom because they they put it out on the Xbox One, so you have to buy that one. So you can't delete it off your hard drive because you can't redownload it, which is really yeah. stupid. Um, but uh, and someone said AC Odyssey in chat. AC Odyssey was not AC Origins was the one that came out at the same time as the One X. So that was one of the first like 4K games. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was. Saying. Yeah. Yes, Odyssey looks amazing too. Mm-hmm. But I was strictly oh, yeah. talking about that. Yeah. Like so, yeah. I, I mean, I get your point. I get your point. These um, all of the graphical stuff is really cool. Like the new hard drive stuff's really or the well the SSD the faster loads all that is like cool. But it's not like what gets people pumped i mean all together it is uh but backwards compatibility especially for playstation who hasn't had it like that's that'll be helpful especially when the new console comes out because now you can sell your console to help pay for the new one but not have to yeah. worry about not being able to play the games you have because yeah. you can play them on the new car mm-hmm. like that that is also a reason people are most excited for it is because now they can get $100 off the PS5 on day one by selling the PS4. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good well, point, actually. If, if GameStop's still here. But yeah. Sure. But, uh, and yeah. I hope... I was thinking about that today when I was... I actually went into GameStop today. I hope they don't go under... Man, I, I, I don't think I'm going to pre I heard I'm they're going to change your layout. 
Yes, they are. They're changing their entire business strategy um, in a lot of ways. So I a lot of their stores are becoming retro gaming stores. I mean, maybe I'm biased because I did win something through GameStop that let me meet Dave Mustaine. <laughs> I'm just that's just bragging for Graham. Um, <laughs> I know he's jealous of that. <laughs> uh, so jealous. But GameStop has never done me like wrong. They've always been really like cool. Like every, I've never had a bad. Okay, there was one bad interaction, but I think that guy just had a bad day because the next time I interacted with him, he was he was pretty cool. So mm. like. The people have all been nice, and maybe it's where I'm at. But even when I was in Texas, those people were cool. Like, yeah. as long as you understand basic supply and demand, like, trading in games is possible. You're not going to well, get $10 yeah. for a game that's 20 years old that they have 300 copies sitting in their back. Like, I don't know why people are upset about that. It's whatever. Well, it, it's, general, it's the same rule, Steven, that exists everywhere. Like, you go into a retail establishment and treat people nicely. Guess what? You're going to be treated well. And you're going to have a good experience. You're going to need to treat people like crap. You're going to get that back. And they're not going to go out of their way for you. And when you throw a tantrum because you get 50 cents for like NBA, you know, 2K7. um, Yeah, it's. They're going to look at you like you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Because you don't know what you're talking about. Right, exactly. I mean, I just, I, I mean, I don't know. Let's, I guess. We were talking about PS5. Shouldn't yes. talk about games. So, I really yeah. hope they don't go under. I hope they I, figure I, it out. I, I agree. So, anyway, I, guys, let's uh, let's move on from PS5 because we're gonna hear more about this. They haven't announced any sort of PSX yet, which you know we're in October now, so you'd kind of think. Oh, it's not happening. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Most likely. So we'll probably get the closed event last in last gen or this gen. In 2013, they did the closed event to announce it. I want to say in February. So, if they follow suit with that, I mean, we're only a few months away from getting to see the box and all that stuff, and you know, getting to to hear a lot more about it. So, so, so I'm guessing they're gonna have uh, day one editions, obviously. Oh yeah, because suckers like us. Mm-hmm. So here, here's how here's how excited I was for the Xbox One, and I know I was in the minority in this, like when it first got announced. But I uh, I pre-ordered from the local Best Buy, right, and they put numbers on each sticker that went on each console. Mine zero zero one. I was the first person to pre-order it there and pay it off. So that's impressive. Yeah, I still have the box. I you know it's not because of the sticker. It's just because I want the box for when I move to not damage the console and. Uh, but yeah, it's still, I look at it once in a while and just kind of laugh. I see that 001 and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I had to move quite that quickly for that. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, let's let's move on. Now let's talk about Xbox a little bit. So Mike Ybarra announced that he is leaving Xbox. After quite a few years in the company, he currently oversees kind of the, the services side. So the thing Xbox Live and Game Pass and that type of thing. He is leaving, and Mixer. So he's leaving. Hasn't announced what he's doing next, but what do you guys think about if you're putting together your Google Stadia fantasy team, (laughs) the possibility of having uh, both, I keep wanting to say Jack Tretton. What's um, Sean Sean Layton? Sean Layton. Sean Layton. Sean Layton and and Mike Ybarra. Mikey Ibs. On that team. So uh, what do you guys think are the chances of both of them end up at Google? 
Oh, both? Yep. Well, I got to do pro- – let me do some math here and probability oh, theory. Well, yeah. Just Why he's prediction. doing all that, I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't think so. I think they're just going off doing their own thing, and everyone's like, what a coincidence. Both of them are leaving their respective – Excuse me, companies, well, and now yeah. they're going to go to Google Stadia. I, I agree with you, Graham. Mike Yabara was at the vice president level for Xbox, and Google Stadia already has its lead. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. We can I see mean, it as an it advisory be... roles from both. Maybe. What, what's, helpful type of situation. what are the chances that it's a trade? That they just flip? <laughs> Uh well since probability can't be under zero we're gonna say a solid zero <laughs> percent I mean you uh, know hey Sony could use the guy who ran Xbox Live that's true they could put him to use um, I think Sony yeah. could use anyone who worked on and, the uh, the the dashboard system from Xbox as well yeah oh yes um, yes and, desperately and Xbox could use someone who's kind of used to kicking their ass and messaging and getting fans excited. Also true, um, but still, it's not. It probably won't happen. I mean, I could see them at Stadia, both of them at Stadia, and one of them that the odds raise considerably. Mm-hmm. Uh, <sighs> Graham, it would be what in they call what in the business they call a hockey trade. Fills a need for both sides. You know, you're not you're not trading draft picks. You're trading two established talents, and it helps make both sides better. I don't think it's going to happen. The chances are zero. No, but yeah. it's oh, fun I mean, to talk about. So you think Reggie was the first one to leave, and it's going to be Reggie and Yabara and I, uh, I know what's happening. I they're starting their own Reggie, console. That God dang it, Tyler. <laughs> Son of, it's, yes, they're creating their own company. Yeah, that is no, funny because that's some from Xbox, mm-hmm. Nintendo, and uh, Sony. And I, this one, this one's going to learn from all the mistakes of the other one. So it's going to have. Um, it's it's going to have the uh, virtual console for all old Nintendo games. It's going to let you play Sony games in uh, crossplay, and um, it's going to have ga- shooter. It's going to have really good exclusives that aren't shooters and racers. That's yeah. Uh, and they're going to take over the world. I wonder yeah. if Mike Ibarra is, is trying to go into like a streaming type of thing. Possible. Um, that, that's kind of what I've gathered from his Twitter, but I could mm-hmm. be wrong. Maybe I was reading yeah. that very wrong, which yeah. is possible. And, and all joking aside, I mean, he's played a huge role at Xbox for a long time and at Microsoft. And, you know, kudos to him on a great career. And, you yeah, know, thanks sure. to him and, again, to Sean Layden for what they've done for the gaming industry and hopefully continue to do. You know, we hope they're not leaving the industry, just maybe doing something different because, you know, changing what you do and who you do it for isn't always the worst thing in the world. Sometimes change is good. Yep, I'm, you know, hey, I just, I'm I'm still interviewing for a new position right now. So I'm actively trying to do that. And, Uh, yeah. No, change is bad and stupid. (laughs) Yeah, so. Stupidly bad. We will, uh, we'll see what happens. But, you know, again, congratulations to him on a great career so far. It's not done. And uh, hopefully, you know, many more uh, great things to come from him in the future. So one great thing we got last year, except Graham, was Red Dead Redemption 2. Well, he got it. He just didn't experience it. Yes. But Graham, now you can play it on PC if you want to make up for that. Great. I will get it on PC. Will you? No. (laughs) 
Yeah. It's great that PC gamers will get a chance to play this game because, like, I don't doubt this yes. is an amazing game. Like, it's from also... what I've played and, like, the detail, like, I saw that they put into this game. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's great that people on PC is going to get a chance to play it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to get it on PC because I barely played it on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. But yeah, options are good. Yeah, Steven? Uh, no, I won't be getting playing it on PC only because I don't play my PC. I wish oh, I played yeah. my PC, but I mean, if you're if you're uh, watching on, I gotta figure out which way to point. Right over there, if you're watching on Mixer, there's a recliner that is so much more comfortable to sit in after a long, long, long day of work than this office chair. Maybe if I had a gaming chair, it'd be different. But I don't know. I, I do enjoy my 4K television, my Xbox One X, and my reclining chair when so I'm playing you, games. If you'd like to help out Stephen with his gaming chair, uh, patreon.com slash gaming hub. I might be too big for a gaming chair, to be honest. I'm a big boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some of the, the weight limits on those are kind of restrictive. And maybe, I mean, yeah. I just need to lose a couple pounds here. Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, anyways, I am excited for Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC, if only to see what type of mods people will make. Yes. Uh, my first mod that I bet may it's made before any other is they make all the trains in the game into Thomas the Tank Engine trains. Yeah. Because that's just an easy one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm will, not saying it's easy to see... mod. I have no idea what it's like to mod. Like, I, yeah. I program stuff, but I... Never had any programming of games. Actually, I, I, I did make one level of one game, and that was hard. Will we see um, Randy Macho Man Savage? Probably. That's possible. That's always a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, I mean, a lot of them will just be, like, quality of life mods, like adding yeah. a bunch of different stuff. Sure. I'm sure someone will create yeah. an entirely So you don't tap into somebody and, like, a World uh, War Three breaks yes. out. I'm sure there'll be a, uh, a, a mod to change your playable character. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be a that'll be a popular one. Mods are, are the reason PC game beats console game, but the recliner does beat out mods. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's just a pure laziness standpoint. I mean, yeah. I I think it really is probably the chair more than anything else. Yeah, I like I like the convenience of it. I, I, mean, I agree. Yeah, yeah. All so right. I I mean I don't know. It's like it's one of those things. I I the mods will be will be fun, Plus, and I can't know. wait for someone to make an entirely mm-hmm. new game. In Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, if someone makes the entirety of Red Dead Redemption 1 in Red Dead Redemption 2's world, I might buy the game. Yeah. But I'll, play you know, I'll say this for PC versus console. Like, I get my ass handed to me enough time in enough shooter games. And I, I on console, and I look at the, like, frenzied people on PC and, like, how super hardcore they are. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want any part of that. Um, so it's a little... I think it can be a little intimidating for some people too. Because you get the whole PC master race attitude, and I think that does drive some people away. And gaming does skew more casual um, and probably a little younger in some ways than, than PC, but I don't know. I could be wrong on all of that. I don't know. I just like the convenience factor, first and foremost, of, of console. It's just me. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, let's wrap with mobile. Which uh, is about as convenient as it gets. Um, 
But uh, Call of Duty released a mobile game this week, Call of Duty Mobile, as it would be. And it is the most successful mobile game launch of all time in terms of downloads. It did beat out uh, mobile games like Pokemon Go. And, um, well, there was a Mario game in there, too, somewhere that it beat out. Mario Kart? Yeah. And uh, I keep wanting to say Super Mario Run, but it wasn't that one. So, even though it did beat that, too. But, uh, Steven, notable asterisk with Pokemon Go. Uh, You brought it up, so I'll let you say it here. Yeah, I mean, Pokemon Go was a staggered release in -hmm. countries. I know America didn't get it right away. I think it was first in Australia. Graham, you didn't get it right away either, did you? You got it, like, almost significantly later, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah, it was. Yeah, but was that a Canada didn't get it right away, or or you didn't download it right away? No, it was Canada didn't get it, because I remember um, a streamer that we actually talked about after E3 that we met there named Greenskull, who, you know, I'm sure if you follow gaming, you've probably heard of him. He uh, played a lot and did a lot of YouTube videos on Pokemon Go in during that time frame and people up there were actually like changing their region on their phone or something so they could download the game yeah um i think it was july 17th when i downloaded it but i don't remember when it actually Mm -hmm. came out to the world yeah but i don't know before that but not a lot before that because i remember it came out in spring yeah, US. I remember going out in the spring and walking around yeah. for Pokestops. Yeah. And yeah. But I don't know if I got it right away when it was available in Canada. Um, yeah, and I recall Tyler was more into it than I was. I was. I was actually very into it. Because where I worked was a Pokestop. So yeah. it was perfect. And you know, it was a cool way to kind of bond with the people that you supervise and all that stuff. So, yeah, it was uh, it was really cool. And but talk about vast improvement of when it first came out. Yeah. Yes. Like when it first came out, you had no idea where the Pokemon was. You didn't know what direction you had to walk in. You basically just walked and hopefully you were going in the right direction. But I also liked, Graham, that when it first launched, I could just open it and drive. And uh, have that count. Cheater. <laughs> yeah, now if you go too fast, it doesn't count. Which yeah, yeah. But you can turn it on so you don't have to have the app open to count your steps. Uh, I am am 12 uh, Magikarp candies away from a Gyarados, which has got me pumped. I've played more Pokemon Go in the last three months than I did in the first year of release. Like, Mm. I switched phones, so I I had to start a new account. And I started a new one in, like, June, like, 26th. And I've been playing... When I say playing nonstop, it's like I load it up like once a day and I like maybe twice because when I'm at school, there's like seven Pokestops around like just the building I'm in. So I don't have to do anything like I can just swipe and get the Pokestops and catch a couple Pokemon. Uh, I don't like doing the whole I'm not like Graham where he goes like walking and goes to the different raid battles. And that's cool. Like, that's really awesome. I'm just but not, I used to do that. not as much anymore. Well, I just, I mean, that doesn't interest me, but I like, it gives me something to do. So I get the whole mobile aspect of mm-hmm. uh, being like convenience. And this is my segue back into what we were talking yes. about. <laughs> uh, you know, the convenient aspect of loading up, playing for a couple minutes uh, while you're sitting on the pooper or whatever you're doing. Um, I guess you probably shouldn't use your phone on the toilet since, you know, unsanitary and all, but yeah. we all follow that rule. Mm. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I played the game though, Call of Duty Mobile, yeah. and 
you know, it's it's actually not bad for a shooter. I, I don't... I was of the opinion that shooters are going to translate horribly into mobile. You know, unless you can link a controller to and do it that way. But controlling it like fingers on the screen, I just... It's, it's not going to have the precision, I don't think. But this one actually was not bad. So you could have it be with a fair amount of assist on it if you wanted. Where literally all you had to do was hover the... Uh, uh, the cursor right over the uh, enemy, and it would just fire. The, ga- the gun would automatically shoot. and uh, Or you could set it so you actually had to, like, you know, press something to pull the trigger yourself uh, once you've aimed. And I-, I think that's good for, you know, different types of players of different skills and that type of thing because it is multiplayer-focused. So if you're not as good at that stuff and, and managing all those pieces at the same time, you're going to play it like twice and then leave, which isn't what they want you to do because they want you to buy stuff. Of course. And mm-hmm. here's where that that comes in. Um, yeah, I mean, I get that it would be hard to control on your iPhones when the screen's like two inches long. Um, I guess it wouldn't be that much of a problem on Samsung phones since they actually have a reasonably sized screen. But, you know, are what you are you going to do? Well, no, it's only fun if you get to take some shots. Mm-hmm. I say, got my new iPhone today. Yeah, loser. Did you? I did. Did you get the? You got the eleven? I did. Ooh, look at you. Yeah. Did you enjoy? It? So it came. You said it came with earbuds, right? Not AirPods, just regular earbuds, right? Correct. But how do you use those earbuds when the phone doesn't have a headphone jack? It well, comes dude. with an adapter. No, it doesn't come with no. an adapter. With an adapter you have to that I will purchase. An extra adapter mm-hmm. to be able to do that because you know, but the Apple Air... it wants to take all those. Batteries. But the earbuds come with it can go right into the phone. No, they cannot. No, they can. Not this one. I don't think. No, I haven't opened it yet, so I don't know. I'll let you they know do. next week. They do. They do. They have a lightning. Okay. They have a lightning end to them. Okay, well, that's, that's at least guaranteed. That's at least a little bit better. But all right, but I am excited to have the the iPhone eleven. This will be the first time I've actually gotten an iPhone that's, like, completely current model new. Um, I got the 7 when the 8 was out. Also, you never experienced an iPhone at its normal speed before the new one comes out and they throttle all the old phones that you buy the new ones. Such a fanboy. You sound like a a pony. Not a fanboy. That's what Apple does. They're terrible. Now I love my iPhone. They did. They did. Still do. No. Getting rid of the... Come on. You can't fucking... Oh, wow. You can't He's defend, like passionate about this. You can't defend He's... getting rid of the headphone jack as anything other than fanboying for Apple. It's Even, at least my iPad has a fan or a headphone jack and I got a new one. It's only the iPhones that got rid of it. Stupid. Well, it's I agree. dumb. I agree that's stupid. It's dumb. Um, but on your dumb iPhone or, you know, quality Samsung, by the way, speaking of real quick, oh I'm not, I, you know, Why while we're on this high Samsung? horse, we're on this high horse, um, or the, or the, you know, you can get whatever phone you want. Just what the phone is garbage. Yeah, those are okay. Uh, the people that are like, oh, you don't have the blue text message. You know, I'm not talking to you. Well, that is bullshit. That's garbage. That's a garbage way of thinking. That's when you're you licking the boots of your Apple overlords. Anyways, Call of Duty Mobile on your garbage iPhones or the quality other phones that you're playing on. 
I probably just offended like three fourths of our listeners. Yeah, I was gonna say, are you aware how many people listen to this show <laughs> through iPhones. Apple Podcasts? Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, episode yeah. one eighty three. I'm just, I'm just gonna title episode one eighty three "Dumpster Fire" and put it out there, and we'll see I what just, happens. I but, like to give people a reason to not like me. You know what can I say? It's only fun if I get fifteen messages of hate. Yeah, give me a actual reason. That Apple is better than Samsung when you when you send it, and not that, just better camera. Like Sam, no, it's it's not, but that's not even factual. So, and don't factual. worry, any any actual reason you give him, he'll just dismiss as being stupid and fake. So it, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's been it's okay. Call of Duty Mobile. Yes, on a mobile device. Yes, Graham, this is a free game. Well, free with an asterisk, like everything on mobile. Yes. Um, free until it's not. We'll put it that way. Well, until you spend money on it. Yes. Are you going to download this and give it a shot? It is like, it is built a little bit for you in the shooter realm. Because it's going to shoot <laughs> for I, you. Because I suck, and as long as I put them on screen, it shoots them? Graham, I didn't that, say, no, 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 Graham. That, you don't that's suck. That's all nice of you, Tyler. Graham, you don't suck. I'm getting you two mixed up right now. No, Graham, two. let me finish. You don't suck. You just don't play shooters enough to get better. Would you agree with that? I agree. Okay. And I also have no intentions. Yeah, look not at, saying look, I, look at Judge McJudgerton over there making his faces. I didn't make well, any faces. I, 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 I can see him. <laughs> but yeah, fake so, news. We just said I'm not really big into shooters. Not just because I'm not good at it, it's because I don't play enough of it to get good at it. But I don't see me playing that type of game on my mobile device, which is my iPhone. Yes. Or my iPad. Um, mm -hmm. Because, I don't know, that feels like that's like a console type of game. And I have my mobile device for other games. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm going to play like maybe 10 games before I would play that type of game. I mean, don't you think they're just trying to tap into some of the Fortnite crowd a little bit more. Some of the younger kids. You know, because a lot of people play Fortnite on their phone. I don't. Well, it's a, it's a huge market. Yeah. Like, everyone has a phone now. Even, like, really young kids have phones. Yes. So. Uh, do you guys not have phones? <laughs> yeah. What? No, he's, it's a... It's a, he's doing the Blizzard joke. Oh, no. I should have. Yeah. Um, yes. Anyway. Let's made go. that joke today, but yeah. we'll, we'll go on. <laughs> so, actually, no, well, I guess it's completely appropriate yeah, to make that joke. But anyway, Grant, you're you're right. The you know it's a huge market. A lot of people play, and, and you know a lot of younger people play on, on their phones. So cool. Like you know the game seems pretty decent. It seems playable. Have at it. Have fun. I think it's notable that it's the biggest mobile release ever. That's, that's something. Yeah, and I didn't download it. Steven didn't download it. So anybody who says had, that that franchise is dead or dying had no idea what they're talking about. I'm sorry. I had no idea that game was even coming. Me, me out. neither. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Like, goes show that Call of Duty can release a mobile that nobody knew was coming, and it's like the top game out there. Call of Duty yeah. is going strong, and people will buy anything with Call of Duty on it. Oh, it's doing just fine. Download, but yeah, yeah. 
well, bugs and, yeah. by games. Here's the thing: at at a hundred million downloads, they they've already guaranteed to make a killing on this game. Because even if a small percentage buy stuff there, they're doing just fine. Which they will. Yep. Because of course they will. But all right, guys, let's take a few minutes to revisit our fall preview part one that we did back in late July. When we talked about the games coming out in August and September, all kick off. And, and Graham, I'm just going to, I am not afraid to say when I was mistaken about something. And I, uh, I feel like, like my words hurt you in particular because it's a series near and dear to your heart. Cut me deep. Yeah. You just flipped I, you off, Tyler. That's fine. Not, inten- not intentionally. Um, <laughs> NHL 20, I said, was a game that I just was not excited about at all. And would not be getting. Um, you and... I got it. And I wasn't that excited about it. It happened. I don't know why it happened, but it did. Um, actually, no, I played the trial and I enjoyed the trial. So I got and I got this idea for what to do in franchise offline that I'm like, all right, that's going to be fun. And I'm still, I played it again yesterday. Um, so I'm enjoying the game. I was incorrect by saying that that is a game that is going to, you know, not perform well and not, not do, not, not necessarily perform well or not in sales, but in terms of just how good the game is. Um, I was incorrect. I, I think it's the best NHL game I've played in years. And, yeah, it, it actually is very, I won't say it's very good in every way, but it's a significant step up in, in enough ways that it's really noticeable. So uh, that'll be mine to start with. Uh, Steven, you want to revisit anything you had said? No, I was completely accurate in everything I've said always. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I wasn't wrong about anything I said in our full preview part one, except for Chell. I was also not interested. And then Tyler came up with a good idea, mm-hmm. like the very rare good idea Tyler has mm-hmm. of uh, creating a ex- like a expansion franchise. And he made his Minnesota North Stars because mm-hmm. um, they were stolen. They were away from him by a cheating owner. Yes. Um, In more ways than cheated- one. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah. So, then, but that's a story for another day. Yep. Maybe for our sports podcast, which yeah. is coming still. Yes, we it did promise coming. after I got, you know, new carpet. Now that Tyler that has happen. his carpet, it will happen. So will. there you go. So. Um, anyways, so Tyler did it with that. I created the Seattle Whalers. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to bring the Whalers back, and I feel like nice. Seattle deserved a team. Okay. Um, deserves a team. And they're getting a team, that's for sure. And then, you know, we create our team. Now, Tyler cheated. He got... A on the first go, oh, just to yeah. trade for Jack Hughes very easily, um, cheated. But so it took me four tries, four different starts. Thank God I didn't have to remake the whole like arena and <laughs> in, in jerseys all again. So so who uh, cheated? Yeah, uh, who, who Tyler. Did multiple times? Tyler did because he yeah. said it was easy. You, you kept restarting. Well, it was easy so for a guy I this, traded this skill. for the one number one overall pick. And got Jack Hughes. And then wouldn't you know it, old Capo Caco fell to me at pick five. So I ended up with the top two picks in the actual NHL. 
on my team on top of an absolute dominant like expansion team it's really fun to like do that because it's really fun to do the expansion draft and then the actual draft yeah and i only did the first round of the the actual draft and i was like all right computer do your thing yeah. don't care about any of these prospects they're all gonna not play ever <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, so i'm probably not gonna finish the season so whatever yeah um so that that was fun and then we did play some the ashl and enjoyed it tyler you you said that i was wrong but i don't think i was we played four games of Chell last night, which was two more than any other time in the previous in previous in a row, in a row. Because I think we always did like one game. Okay, we're enjoying the second game. Sucks. We're done. No, we would do last year with NHL 19. We would do like three games, and then normally that would be about it. And normally, just you know, um, fairness and conversation here. Uh, you know, Steven was normally the one that made it just three because he would be like, all right, I'm done. I'm done after this. I hate this game. That's yes, that was me. That was me and that used to do it. It's all last, the time. Last year. Um, Obviously for other reasons, but whatever. So, yeah. And uh, anyway, that that happened. And yeah, we, did, we would do like three games last year and then kind of be done. So... Yeah, doing four has not happened in quite some time. And really, we didn't do four. We did like three and a third um, well, before someone said he was done. Yes. We and were down like five nothing. Three nothing, but yeah. In the first. So. Sorry. The Rays were down three nothing in the first. And I'm pretty sure they're still playing. No, they lost. Oh, did they? Okay. That's it. But it's not. Yeah, because now the Astros can beat the Yankees. Yes. Because with Dodgers losing, the Yankees almost had a free path to win. Stephen, have I ever told you how big of a Houston Astros fan I am? Oh, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. That's why we're both wearing Astros shirts right now. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I am almost wearing an Astros shirt because in the pain of this. <laughs> yes. I... It's implied you're rooting against the team that beat you. Yes. yes. I would get that implication. So, anyway. It was really hard because I have a lot of Dodger fans at work like kids and fellow staff to, to be like, like the first question I asked them, it's like, is, is there any Dodger fans here? How are you guys holding up? You guys okay? You, you guys, you guys living, you guys living through this? Um, no, Graham, did you want to make any, uh, man, we have been just flowing away. We've been all over the place tonight. Badly, yeah. eh? uh, but you know what? Hopefully that's an entertaining show. And if it's not, well, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, so whatever. <laughs> My main uh, prediction was, well, you asked me what I was excited for, and it was NHL 20. And I was. I just didn't really get to play much because I've been pretty busy with things and not getting to play it. But I really did enjoy playing it last night with uh, mm-hmm. you both. And uh, mm-hmm. definitely want to play some more. Um, another one I said, which was Link's Awakening, I was excited for which I did buy, and I just haven't put in any, like, a good session into that game. So, but I know I'm going to enjoy it when I do play it, and uh, basically I haven't got my Switch hooked up to TV, so it's just been uh, handheld, and I would like to play it on the big screen. So that's one thing that's on my to-do list. Yeah, Yeah, Graham, I'm pretty sure, speaking of Switch and handheld, that Pokemon Sword or Shield, whichever I end up buying, if not both, Will be one of the first games I play a lot of mobile because I can like that's a game I don't mind playing mobily or, or handheld 
mobily. Huh, that's not a word. <laughs> Playing in handheld while watching like Netflix or talking to uh, Tyler or you or yeah. both. Um, not during, you know, anything we're talking about the show, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but was there, so another, I mean, I'll, I guess I'll segue into the next question. On sure. This. We all had games. We were like, do we, what we need to see more on before we buy, did any of you guys end up buying those games? Did you just um, tell me a moron? Yes. <laughs> no, um, is there any no. games you need to see more on you moron? <laughs> ah, no, I did it both ways. <laughs> and so I'm gonna say no because uh, I had it in my head that I said that for Blair Witch, but that is not what I said it for. And I anything yeah. anything else was something that I knew I was already gonna get. So what'd you yeah. say it for? I, 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 don't, I, think I don't remember because I had in my head I was saying it for Blair Witch and then I was like, no, there's no way I said it for that. I, I was literally thinking that tonight on the show and I was like, no, there's no way I said it for that because it was in Game Pass. So Oh, that, maybe it was, no, Ghost Recon wasn't out yet, so I don't know why you would have. No. No, it was because you didn't think, no, no, it was Blair Witch. I was listening to it. Um, Now I remember. Uh, You didn't think Blair Witch was That's in Game right. Pass at the time. That's right. So you so, thought you had to buy it, so yeah. you were waiting on it. Yeah, um, so no, I'm I'm glad I bought it. I I do intend on finishing it here shortly, and I I think I'm already more than halfway through Ghostbusters. You're so, glad you got Game Pass. Or, so you... or, no, I'm glad I'm glad I got the game. Um, downloaded yeah. it, put it that way. Um, I'm also glad I bought Game Pass. Yeah, and the uh, but no, I don't. Uh, I I don't have any qualms about playing Blair Witch at this point. I know Graham does, but uh, I do not. I'm fine with it. So, how about you guys? Graham, it's not about the ending; it's about the journey. Yeah, have you heard that? Did you enjoy yeah. the journey? But the journey at the end was god awful. <laughs> the journey, right, but you painful. enjoyed the journey before. Yes. What's the hand thing you're doing, Graham? I don't understand. It's like he's I running know. for office right now. He's doing no, the, like the he's thing. Holding, like a fake, like glass of like. Yeah. No. You know, it's like me holding glass of wine or something. And he's like, he's pretending. <laughs> I was trying to make a point but then tyler kept talking and then my hand just stayed oh. where it was sorry oh, I, was really... I didn't mean to cut you off sorry graham okay. what was the game that you uh <laughs> wanted to see more of? <laughs> uh i what was it i don't remember yeah we are we're ready to go boys um <laughs> between me and graham here i know steve's got down let me let me give you a sec to think on it, Graham, real quick, okay? Yeah. Um. I I did say for the other one, which one I'm dead set I'm getting, pretty much no matter what was Control. No, absolutely zero regrets. Though. Yes, you did say Control. Yeah, zero. Seems at Borderlands. Yeah. Yeah, and I have zero regrets, even if I mm-hmm. haven't finished it, and I know Tyler yeah. finished. Oh, no, I, I know. Same. Astral Train, Stephen. You said you were. Yes, that was that. I was going to get there after you. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I do want to get Astral Train, and I will eventually get Astral Train. My issue mm-hmm. is I just have so much to play. I yeah. think I might get Astral Train in January when there's nothing around for like a that's, month. That's a good call. And hopefully it's on sale. Nintendo has this annoying habit of because supply or demand is always super high, they never have to put anything on sale. So it's yeah. going to be sixty bucks when I purchase. I'm already, oh, yeah. I already know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unless you get so, it from GameStop for fifty four ninety nine, 
Well, I, 50 99 because I had, or okay, yeah, I have okay. their. Oh, I, I better get it before January. Mine expires in December, yeah. and this time I'm not renewing it. Okay. Sorry, GameStop. I want you to succeed. Maybe this makes me a hypocrite, but I'm not gonna pay thirty dollars to to get something for four months to watch to yeah for feed to fail. <laughs> so, um, sorry. Well, it's like you know hedging bets. I, I don't I don't want my favorite hockey team to be terrible, but they are. So I'm just gonna you know whatever. Yeah. Also, buy all my physical copies from GameStop. Mm -hmm. As long as you're open, yeah. After that, Amazon, you're up next. Yeah, you're uh, you're waiting in the wings, as they as they said. Well, I think I think one of the things to do in this fall is that's nice, and not just the first two months, but throughout, is that it's not multiplayer heavy this year, and that's sort of a new thing. You get you know, one. Yeah, there's one Call of Duty, and there's no Battlefield this year. There's no Battlefront this year. There's no Halo. There's well, no, there was Gears too. So there is that. Uh, for, yeah. for I was going to say that in the um, preview. I'm sure. Well, PlayStation wise, the there's one. Yeah, PlayStation wise, there's one. So you know, it's, it's a lot of single player, which is kind of a new thing. The these last few years, it's it's been very multiplayer heavy in the fall season, the last three years or so. And you know, it's nice. So it's. It's not like a race. I used to always feel like I had to really think about whether or not to buy a single player game this time of year because I don't want to get in late on anything multiplayer that I want to play. You know, because if you get in late on some of those that you really want to get into and play, you're already kind of screwed. Yeah. So it's, but it's nice. My, I don't have to do that. My favorite thing about, I would, I would get Call of Duty for Christmas back in high school. Mm -hmm. And so I'd play it like, really early on christmas day because i most of the time i got a christmas eve um and i would like dominate and i'd be sitting at the top of the top of the leaderboards at like 15 and like three because i was really good at call of duty um and like i'm level one so i get called a christmas noob i'm like i just kicked the shit out of you and you're calling me a christmas noob what does that say about you there bud whatever <laughs> you do you steven's got it's all the four-letter words tonight, Graham. Yeah, I know. Did we did we get four-letter bingo? You might yeah, have. Say, if I, I had my little have. bingo here, I might have had yeah. one. <laughs> so I know what happened. Graham, anything else you want to add on on this? Looking back on what you said. No, I, I'm. I think I really stuck with my predictions, mm -hmm. and I know myself really well. So yeah, I know my gaming habits. See, and that's the thing, like, I'm pretty sure, Graham, I can look at a list and say, Graham's going to get this game and not this or this, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. We'd read you like a book. Yeah. So, some of the, like, fringe Nintendo ones, I'm not sure. I, I'm never sure because, like, normally it might not be the type of game you're going to get, but it's also Nintendo, and I know that that tugs at your heartstrings a little. So. Yeah. Mr. Gramalam Ding Dong, did you buy Untitled Goose Game? Yeah, I did. You did. He How is it? Last week. Oh yeah, have you played it? Hong Kong. Just a little bit of it. I yeah. I want to play some more of that one as well. Yeah. So that's a lot that of snow. West of Loathing are like two games that look at. Well, I played West of Loathing. Hilarious little, that's very short, Western style like turn-based battle game. Super cool. Yeah. Check it out. 
Um, but that game, like, I like the comedy. I like what they're doing there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. Cool. Good. So let's wrap that up, guys, and let's uh, get ready to get out of here. And this wrap it up. Uh, this completely organized, structured episode where we never went off on a tangent even You're once. Good. Not even once. Congrats. Yeah. So, uh, guys, let's look forward. So you guys quick. like lacrosse? Oh, sorry. Grant, no, no, no. Graham. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, let's look forward real quick to the next week. I will finally be uh, streaming again on Mixer and we'll be doing some Madden, some NHL, maybe some Ghostbusters. We'll see what else is out there to play. But uh, look forward to getting back into that and seeing how bad my Madden Ultimate Team teams stacks up now. Because I literally yeah. haven't played an online game of that in four weeks. So we're going to see how that goes. And not, not just uh, the rust factor, but also... There have been four weeks of super packs for people to buy and get up to 90 overall, and I'm still sitting here with 84. So we'll see how it goes. You'll get there. And not not with any not not by spending money, I won't, Graham. It ain't happening this year. So just not doing it. But uh but we'll see. So I, I'm looking forward to doing that though in in this next week, and I'm also this month looking forward to uh, getting my hands on Call of Duty, obviously, uh, our worlds. And um, WWE 2K20. Yeah, but none of those are till the end of the month. I know, they're all coming second half. So that gives me time to get caught up, though, on Control, finish Ghostbusters, get Blair Witch, you know, done. I wouldn't even say the second half. They're three days apart from the yeah. 22nd to the 25th. Right. So, yeah, but that gives me plenty of time sucks. to get I wish... Yeah, this... This next few weeks, 12 We're days. practically there anyway. The next 15 days are going to be spent finishing the games that I have. Yep. If you're watching on Mixer, you'll see me shaking my head. Because um, <laughs> I know I won't. But I'll pretend to. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'll try to try. Uh, but uh, I don't know. What I do know, though, there's just so much shiny things out there to choose there is, from. There is, and there's mm-hmm. not. There actually is a decent amount of stuff coming out because, like I said, I was watching Pillars of Eternity because um, I know I'll never play it. So also, all of the old, the Baldur's Gates one and two, Planescape Torment, and and Icewind Dale, um, are coming to the consoles in the next five days or in five days from mm-hmm. right now. So on the fifteenth. So. I guarantee I will have one of them by next podcast. More than like, okay, I'm not going to say a guarantee because by two <laughs> podcasts from now, because I'll need a couple drinks in me before I start doing <laughs> dumb things, yeah. like spending money on games I know I won't play, though I like, it's more to support the things I like <laughs> rather than, because I know I'm not going to play them, but I want to support Wow. It's, wow. It's business wow. savvy here. Oh, yeah. Wow. But you're exactly who they're thinking about when they're in the boardroom trying to decide how to market and set yeah. up the dashboard. Like we didn't care who he plays. Oh, sale on there, and it. I'm like, oh, a sale, shiny things. Yeah. No, uh, I was gonna say we were talking in um, in Discord the other day. Uh, there hadn't been a community play in in a little bit, a little bit. Uh, and so there is going to be two this month for oh. sure. So on the 26th of October. Call of Duty Modern Warfare comes out. We'll be playing that on the Xbox because that's where I'll be getting the game on. Uh, sorry for you PlayStation fans. You're more than welcome to join the community. And I know there will be people that will be buying it on PlayStation. So yes. you can games with them. 
but if you want to play with me and watch this on stream, um, well, potentially on stream, that's still up in the air. But we will be playing as a community the 26th. That's a day after. Um, it'll just be a fun little chill time. Go through, play multiplayer, uh, kick butt, get kick in the butt, whatever we decide. However, you know, I'll try to carry us, but you guys got to pull some pull some weight. Uh, that's what I got to say. But another one, um, I was debating between today or this Saturday and next Saturday, but I just happened to notice that the Jackbox Party Pack 6 comes out a week from today on the 17th. Okay. So, yes. That'll be what we're playing. playing. That That'll be what we will play on you... the 7th or the Next, the Thursday, so seven days from the 26th is the 19th. So the night, I guess. Do you remember the guy who came in and played with us that night who had all of the answers memorized? For yeah, the, was... the, yeah, he just. No. He... I, I remember reading the chat on that one. I, I do know, though, um, that those Jackbox games are really fun. They are. And they're great. Unfortunately, through faults of mine. Uh, they kind of have been kind of spurring the moment, and that's my fault. Uh, so half the time, they're by the time the episode actually like gets into your head, where you listen to it, yeah, it's passed. Yeah. Uh, but it's not even just on when it gets uploaded because most, I mean, let's be real, like you probably don't listen to it till like the Mondays, right? Because yeah. you know you have your own things to do over the week, and we get it. So this time now you have twelve days, so you know the nineteenth. Just kidding, you have not what. You have nine days. Oh, the, the 17th is... What? Today's the 10th. My math is so wrong. I'm an idiot. Wow. I'm so glad you have nine days. In math. I was thinking like two days less than two weeks, but that would put us on a Tuesday of fall. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Nine days. The scary thing is he could be teaching kids math at oh any time. Scary thing on is he hasn't ninth... really drank anything yet. On the 19th of October, mark it in your calendars. Uh, we, we normally start about so. <laughs> 5 or 6 Pacific time p.m., obviously. Um, but we, we run pretty late. So if you're not available yeah. right away, like I like starting it there because the East Coast people, it's pretty late for them. And then when they go to bed, the Pacificers can come in. Yeah. Sorry for all of you that are not in, in America. Um, you can play in the morning. I think in England you'll be sure. not. Why America got to do it? There's Western Canada. Okay, if you're not on the, sorry, the Western <laughs> Hemisphere, I'm just putting the foot in my mouth today. <laughs> Jackbox 6 on the 19th, Call right. of Duty Modern Warfare on the 26th. Okay. Those are your two community events. Um, Jackbox, you don't need to own. I'll play it. I'll stream it. You guys just get into the online. All you need is a phone, computer, tablet. You need to probably do it on your Xbox uh, or PlayStation well, place it in the mixture apps. There you go. Uh, and then Call of Duty will be only Xbox, but you can get games with our community if you join our Discord. And the easiest way to do that is to go to thegaminghub.tv, and there's links to everything. Okay. Uh, yeah. So now, just because uh, Stephen took the long journey to the the information there, um, <laughs> real quickly, October nineteenth and October twenty sixth will be community plays. The nineteenth will be. Jackbox uh, 6 and the 26 will be Call of Duty Modern Warfare, both uh, Xbox, but that only really matters for Call of Duty. Uh, all you have to do to take part in Jackbox is uh, go watch on Mixer and use your personal device to take part. 
Isn't that what I just said? It is, but after you talked for four minutes straight about it, let's a different voice saying it might uh, help. Oh, yeah. Yes. You guys (laughs) tuned me out. I get it. I get it. (laughs) So, all right. Let's wrap up. Uh, Grant, what do you have going on? Uh, What are you going to be playing, uh, streaming, whatever? Well, like I said, there's nothing coming out, so it's a good time to work on a back catalog, which I do have a massive back catalog that's just burying me. Graham, anything uh, that came out before July, just forget it. You're not going to play it. Yeah, well, so, like I said, Link's Awakening, definitely want to get into that mm-hmm. one. Um, the Untitled Goose game, that's a really short little yep. play around, have fun kind of game. Uh, I don't want to set the bar too high because I'd be like, get into that, get into that. And those two games can actually take up a lot of time, especially Link's Awakening. Yes. Like exploring an open world. And those are the types of games where I like to do everything. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I'll spend hours just cutting grass and getting rupees and, uh, you know, saving up for the, the special stuff and looking for hearts. That's, that's yeah. why I like those types of games. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Hopefully, I can get uh, streaming some NHL 20. Uh, I want to open some packs of my Ultimate Team because I did buy the the edition where I get yeah. all the packs. Yeah, you might as well open them. I yeah. might as well, right? All right. Also, you want to play with me some more, right? Yes. Yeah. Because you carry the team. Thanks, Graham. Oh, I knew that you were my favorite other host. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. you have um, the most holds, the most points, most block shots, and the least amount of penalty minutes. Well, you know, I don't know what am I doing? You're gonna do. You don't have the least penalty minutes. But anyway, let's uh, let's wrap up and get out of here. So um, this has been episode well, one. Not. Oh yeah, we got two giveaway. We do. Uh, as always, thanks to all our patrons, but congratulations. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. This has not been our, you know, best episode, at least for, like, staying on point and whatever. I, I thought this was a fun episode, but Kenny Crothamel, of course, a, you know, the hardest last name yeah. now. Um, at least it's not Pfeiffer. <laughs> that one got me for a few weeks. Kenny Crothamel, congratulations. You are a winner. Uh, we'll reach out to you. Because, um, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate we'll, it. We'll give you what I, yeah, we know. We can even figure what you're going to, what, what code you're going to need. Uh, congratulations. Also, thank you to all our patrons, but special thanks to Carlos Alv Williams and Grant Puff, Grant Pfeiffer. I almost did it again. <laughs> Dan Suteski. Uh, and Casey Wright. Um, thank you guys so much. Uh, you guys get the shout out. You guys are on that tier. We can't do it without you. Um, appreciate all our patrons, but special data shout yeah. outs. So, real quick, I want to do this before we go further down the disaster hole here. Is- and, uh, you know, we'd love to have you on the back of this wonderful episode. Join our community. And if you'd like to do that, head on over to thegaminghub.tv. From there, you can get links to. Our, our mixer where we'd love to have you come follow take part uh our stream is up and running 24 hours a day with past episodes 
where you can earn sparks, spend them in the channel. And if you are in the top 10 in sparks spent in our channel at the end of the month, you are entered into our monthly community giveaway where everybody one through 10 has a shot to win. If you're a patron, you get an extra entry into that. And if you're not in the top 10, but you're a patron, then you get one entry. So that's kind of how that works. But uh, from thegamingham.tv, not only can you get into Mixer, but you can also get a link to our Discord. We'd love to have you join there, take part in the community. And uh, and Facebook, you know, link to our Facebook up in the menu on that website as well. So we also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash gaming hub. And your support goes such a, a long way. It's so appreciated and uh, helps us do the things we want to do with the show. Uh, get uh, better, get better equipment, produce better episodes, which we'll need to do after today. And, uh, and go to shows like E3 and others throughout the year. So we really appreciate your help there. Uh, you're also entered into a weekly giveaway uh, for a $10 gift card just for taking part at the $5 and up level per month on Patreon. So again, patreon.com slash gaming hub to take part in that. All right, guys, that's going to do it for episode 183. We'll be back next week with 184. We will. Until then, everyone, have a great week. Uh, play some good games and enjoy fall. Uh, now that baseball's over, I'll be some more games. No, we don't know the games. So, uh, have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Yeah. Take Love care, you guys. Bye-bye. Be safe.